0: Welcome to Weird Cassette Radio. You're being watched, not by us of course, sure I mean we'd like a peep, but by the government. Old Big Brother has been bugging your phones, hacking DVRs, bribing school children for information, and rummaging through your trash. For some reason, they've sent us a whole heaping helping of audio cassettes chock right full of all the bizarre shit you people say and do. What you're about to hear is a series of highlights from those wiretapping tapes. You'll hear all sorts of nonsense. So, buckle up your seatbelts, comb your impossibly sexy mustache, dust off that old cowboy hat you bought that you promised yourself you'd wear more than once, and join us for adventures in privacy violation. Let's get weird, you bunch of sexually confused zookeepers. All right, thank you all for tuning in. It's time for another edition of. All right, let's meet our three contestants. Tom?
1: Well, uh, hi there, Beth. Uh, My name is Tom, and I'm from New Hampshire, Wisconsin. I have two kids, a boy named Philip and a girl named Barbara Brooke Quincy, or as I like to call her, Barbecue. My hobbies include flipping burgers and mowing the lawn. All right, contestant number two. My name is Steve. Uh, I also go by Jennifer. I'm from Farley, uh, a little town in uh, North South Dakota. I have two kids, uh, John and uh, John Jr., and my hobbies include pressure washing and being uh, uh, being a contestant on a game show. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: <laughs> All right, contestant number three. Hello, my name is Del. I'm from Little Lake, Montana, and I have seven kids because I don't like money. Uh, my hobbies include barbecues
1: and...
0: To my friends, boy. Fantastic! Now I'm sure all of you know the rules. We will show you things such as a photo or a piece of furniture. You'll buzz in and tell us if it came from a deck or a patio. Are you ready to play? All right. The first item. Did this chair come from a deck or a patio? Tom. Where
1: There's no doubt that there's a patio chair. I had one myself back in 96
0: before I tipped my grill over and uh, while I set the whole patio on Oh, correct! It is indeed from the patio line, Sonny and Chair. Next question. From this blurry picture, are you looking at a deck or a patio? damn uh, Let me just put my glasses on real quick. Would you mind moving that picture closer and farther along? Oh, five seconds left. Oh, I'm sorry it is actually a pool deck okay final question it's july the family is coming over and the temperature is 93 degrees on the grill there are four hot dogs four burgers and one steak is this man grilling on a deck or a patio contestant number two
1: i gotta tell you bro i was in this uh, <clears throat> i was in this situation last summer all i had was a big old deck when I tried to grill on an occasion such as this, it just uh, it just wouldn't work. In fact, my my wife almost left me. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, I had to go out and build a patio, and that man is grilling on a patio.
0: Those patties were being grilled on a patio, you're correct! Yeah, it looks like a tie and not the kind your kid gave to you on your birthday! Until next time, this has been...
1: Ladies and gentlemen, this is your pilot speaking. If you look outside the left-hand side of the cabin, you will see a bright flash of light as we have just dropped our first payload of the evening. And if you listen closely, you will hear a deafening explosion followed by the screams of thousands of people as their lives are extinguished. Have you ever heard a more beautiful sound in your entire life? Which reminds me, we're gonna run into a little bit of turbulence as the aftershock uh, jostles the plane just a little bit. Remember that the fasten seatbelt sign is on for the duration of the flight. Remember that there is no smoking on this flight. Once again, we know you have a lot of options when you fly, so we thank you for choosing Delta Force Airlines. Please sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight.
0: How can I help you? Yeah, well, the other day I was walking down the road, and I saw this guy, and he told me, he said, hey, you know what? And I said, no, I don't know what. And he said, well, you know that Nike makes them tennis shoes. And I said, yeah, I actually did know that. And he said, well, give me yours. And I said, no, uh And I kicked him in the wiener.
1: Time I midget... Hello and welcome to National Radio News Time. I'm Bill Feathers. And you all know me, Skip Manningham. I believe that says Chip Manningham on the prompter there, Chip. Right you are. You're Bill, I'm Chip. I'm not Bill, you are. That's right, and boy do we have a treat for you today. In the spirit of Thanksgiving, we've traveled all the way down to a little town called Goats Fork, Wyoming, where they've got some fascinating local traditions, starting, of course, with the Town Thanksgiving Day Parade. That's right. This is the kickoff of our tour across numerous towns in America as we explore all the amazing traditions that these little towns have to offer. Boy, am I excited, Chip. Without further ado, it seems the Goats Fork Thanksgiving Day Parade is already underway. Leading the way, of course, is the Goats Fork High School Marching Band, dressed up in powerful silver and crimson uniforms. Go no Falcons! Anyway, rounding the corner now just behind the Goat's Fork High Marching Band is good Old Tucker the Turkey. Now this is where the fun really starts, Bill. The first official float of the parade. Tucker's a huge inflatable balloon that is soaring above the group of people representing who I believe to be the Goat's Fork Hunters Association. And uh, now this is something, Bill. It seems that Tucker the Turkey's eyes have been painted black. Yes they have, Chip. I suppose beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And of course, just behind that big fellow is the actual live tucker riding along in a cage on the next float surrounded by some of the townsfolk who are facing outward and wearing matching black hooded sweatshirts. And There's also a tree stump and a hatchet. That probably symbolizes all the hard work leading up to the Thanksgiving feast. That's right. One of the guys wearing the black hood is putting on some leather work gloves. No doubt symbolizing. Oh, Bill, actually hold on there a second. He's grabbing Tucker the turkey by the neck and pulling him out of his cage. Yes, it looks like they may act out the scene of uh, preparing the turkey for Thanksgiving. Oh, oh dear. Holy Well, uh, one of the float operators has either just acted out a very convincing scene or has actually just beheaded Tucker the turkey in front of all these people. And the townsfolk seem to be, uh, they seem to be very excited about that. Wouldn't you say, Chip? Yes, yes, it seems that around here the public slaughter of the Thanksgiving turkey is an exciting pastime. That's more blood than I would Well, you know what they say? There's more than one way to skin a cat, or might I add a turkey. You guys ever sneak into youth baseball games? Anyway, uh, rounding around in the corner now is Chief Greywolf, the leader of the Comanche Indians, the first inhabited this land. Now, of course, this is an actor portraying the Chief, because nobody could possibly be that old. Isn't that right, Chip? Oh, you would be right about that. Now, it seems there are children dressed up as little pilgrims, and they're no doubt to symbolize the first Thanksgiving between the pilgrims and the Indians. Now, the children are carrying something around in large sacks. I can't seem to figure out what that is. Now, it seems those children are pulling rocks out of those sacks and hurling them at Chief Grey Wolf. It actually looks like Chief Grey Wolf is not just standing and watching. He's uh, he's apparently tied to some kind of post. He doesn't seem to be able to move at all. Well, if you'd use that big dumb brandy of yours, you would know that's no doubt to symbolize the Native Americans and their love for nature and the trees. It appears one little girl is about to pick Chief Grey Wolf's tomahawk from him. And yes, she is slitting his throat. Yes, Chip, and it looks like she's got some kind of uh, some kind of cup there. She's gathering his blood. Yeah, it looks like she's gathering it in some kind of grill-looking device. I think I would call that a goblin. She's pouring the blood all over the other children. And If you listen closely, you... S- They seem to be performing some sort of ritualistic chant. That's, uh, that's pretty disturbing, actually. Look over here, Bill! Here's the next float! It's carrying the world's fifth largest stick of butter! All right! Nothing butter than that, is there, Chip? (laughs) I'd love to take my clothes off and just lather that bad boy all over myself. Well, now you're just stating the obvious. My horse is a champion of dressage. His name is Enrique. Here comes the next float. Oh, look, it's, uh, Pigsy the Pig. Here's they've gutted Pigsy and it filled her skin with helium to make a balloon. Now, as is tradition of the town, the mayor will shoot a bow and arrow at Pigsy. I haven't been this excited since I saw that group of puppies getting
0: rained on. And pop goes Pigsy. Blood is now raining down from the skies, so we'll send it over to our weatherman, Wendell Summers. What do you say there, Wendy? Thanks guys, Wendy down here for the field report. There is blood now raining down from the sky all over the townspeople. They really are loving it. The ritual is actually almost complete, so I've gotta go. There's blood covering everyone, and I don't hate it. Back to you up in the booth.
1: Yes, they seem to be enjoying themselves quite a bit. Some of the blood-covered citizens have actually begun a synchronized dance. You know, Chip, I don't think we came to the right place, but we are having a whole lot of fun anyway, aren't we? Well, Bill, I don't know if I would call it fun. I'm gonna have to go back to step one of my 12-step program. Let's see what happens next. Laboratory log, November 19th, 19 of 32. I finally finished building my robot, but it appears that he's become self-aware and, and he seems to be, uh, oh, how do I put this, uh, discovering himself? It's become quite a mess.
0: Listen here, buckaroos. Have you ever been wrongfully or completely justifiably convicted or accused of any of the following? Killing a member of the glory hole in the wall gang, the Carlos Santana gang, or a tribe called Quest. Stringing up that damsel, fucking your neighbor's wife, fucking a horse. Selling fraudulent elixir for erectile dysfunction. Shooting a man in the back over a matter of $80. Marrying an engine, marrying a colored, Marrying a colored engine, overcooking beans. Call me, the outlawyer. 1 800 Giddy Up, bitch. That is 1 800 443 3987 24824. Don't be a Lone Ranger. Ask these yellow bellied scumbags.
1: Hi, I'm a damsel. I was kidnapped by the terrible El tequito the outlawyer didn't give me any money in court, but he did start an old-fashioned bar fight and rescue me from the back room, and now I pledge my life to him. I am an old-school bandito. The outlawyer did not help me in court, but he did help me rob a few trains, and he stole a horse for me to escape on. I love that man. I would do anything for him. Hi. I'm just a saloon owner. My bar was wrecked by the bar fight where that damsel earlier was rescued. The outlawyer didn't give me any money in court. But he did come and have a drink. Hi, I'm a horse. The outlawyer defended me in court. He got me the compensation I was entitled to. And we're buddies. We get lunch uh, most Wednesdays now, and uh, he's a good guy. He's a real good guy. I'm a horse. <laughs> I lost 15 pounds with the outlawyer. Hey, I'm Spaghetti. Most people don't know this, but I'm in every Spaghetti Western. I make a tiny appearance, and uh, it's usually not a big role in and- a lot of times I'm not on film or on camera, but I'm there, and that's why they call them Spaghetti Westerns. I don't really have anything to say about the Outlawyer. Bye! Hi, I'm Tony Romo, <laughs> member of the Dallas Cowboys. When I lost my starting quarterback job to Dak Prescott, the Outlawyer helped me find a new job. I'm a lush and a sleep-around, and that's pretty illegal in the time and place I come from. The Outlawyer was there for me, though, so I let I let him do a bunch of stuff with all different parts of my body. Call me, The Outlawyer.
0: 1-800-GIDDY-UP, BITCH. How can I help you? Yeah, one other day I was at the Walmart, and uh, I was trying to buy some new underwear, and this girl tried to hit on me, and uh, she was like, What are you doing here? You can buy that underwear when you go to bed? And I was like, Hey, watch it. Did I kick the guy standing next to me in the waiter? what do you do
1: with a drunken sailor what do you do with a drunken sailor what do you do with a drunken sailor lie in the morning pirate radio dj blackbeard in the morning you're listening to pirate radio wrrr with me DJ Blackbeard in the morning. Be sure to listen Wednesday as we give away tickets to the Davy Jones Locker Tour. (laughs) Be the seventh caller when we play Hotel Tortuga and you'll win this buried treasure. That's right, we'll send you a map and you'll find the tickets. Now stay tuned for your sea traffic report with Wendell Summers. What do you say, Wendy? (laughs)
0: Well, DJ Blackbeard, from up here in the crow's nest, it looks like full sails and a full mast. Rough water out there. I must ask you, how are you doing Thanks,
1: Wendy. Now back to more of your favorite shanties. Pirate Radio. Put him in the hole with the captain's daughter. Put him in the Hey girl, when I'm with you, I gotta wear sunglasses, cause we go outside sometimes and it's bright. Um, Are you from Tennessee? Cause if so, that's where Andrew Jackson's from.
0: Oh my God.
1: If I were to rearrange the alphabet, I'd probably keep it the same, cause I already learned the song, and it'd be really good. Cool. Hey buddy, cool cigarette. I like the way that your face is symmetrical. If you want to see other people with also symmetrical faces and not fat bodies, then you should probably go to Hot Matches. My name is Sven Mantooth and I am a Swedish-American male model. And I am here to tell you about Hot Matches. And it is a website where you can go and match up with other hot people. But only hot people are allowed on the website. Ugly people and fatties are not allowed on the website not even to look. Thanks to our advanced See How Hot You Are technology, we can gauge whether or not you are allowed to be on the website, and if you are, you can even maybe go match up with another hot person for a hot, sexy, sweaty night fun time. Also, uh, fat people, are just a friendly reminder that fat people are not allowed on the website not even to look. If you don't believe me, it, don't take my word for it, even though it's the only word you'll ever need because I'm a hot person. Then maybe listen to these other people who have had hot matches work for them. I'm a hot woman. I went to hot matches and they hooked me up with a real sexy foreign fella and he had a perfectly straight septum.
0: Hi, I'm a hot guy. And when I went to Iwannabangnotanuglychick.com, They hooked me up with a chick who didn't even have a humpback.
1: Hi, I'm a fat person. I have 2% body fat. I tried to go on hot matches to just look at other hot women and the next night they snuck into my house and gouged out my eyeballs. My name is Baxter. I'm not an attractive man. I went. I tried to go to hot matches because I wanted to see if my favorite football player, Blake Bortles, was on there. I don't I'm, I don't want to date him or nothing. I'm not gay or anything, but I just wanted to be his best friend. I want to find out where he lives, but uh, they wouldn't let me on the side. They they kicked my ass right off. That's awesome. I'm so happy to hear that for you. So as you can see from me, Sven Mantuth, the Swedish-American male model, if you are not a, a hot person, you are not allowed on the website. But if you are, you should definitely go to I want to have a hot, sexy time with another hot People.com and uh, that's how you get there. Or maybe you can call 911 and have a police officer do, go to the website for you because they love to do that kind of thing for you. If you are not sure uh, if you qualify uh, and, and you are not sure if you are going to pass the test on our See How Hot You Are technology, Here's a list of things uh, that if you have them, then don't bother trying to go on hot matches uh, because you will not be welcome. Goatees. An, An eyeball that doesn't follow your other eyeball when you move it. Or if you have a hair lip. Or if you have a large upper lip at all. Or mold. They're
0: gross. If you
1: don't descend from Egyptian royalty... Or if you have dark hair... If you have freckles... Or dark eyes... If your name is Baxter, Or like immigrant's blood... If you don't have a thigh gap... Yeah. If you've never ran a marathon... If you look like an old football... If you're Adam's apple showing... if you have like one foot that's larger than the other... If you have a toupee... If you have a three-pay... If your eyes aren't exactly ten centimeters apart... If you have like too many fingers... If you don't have eyeballs... Or like not enough fingers... If you have antennae... If you've ever drank anything other than gin and tonic. If you have like an extra butt cheek. If you
0: don't stock LaCroix.
1: Or coconut water. If you're a woman.
0: If you can't do 70,000
1: crunches in four hours. Or like if you don't use X body spray. (laughs) If your sex sessions last longer than 48 hours. Uh, Or like if you've been burned. If you really like board games. If you have uh, moderate to severe black psoriasis. Or like a humpback. If you don't juice cleanse. If you're over 27 years old. Or 27 pounds if you don't know how to ride a horse. Or like if you don't eat baby food at least two or three times a week. Have you ever been kicked in a waiter? If you've never seen Die Hard. Or Die Hard 2. Die Hard with a vengeance. If you're just looking for Blake Bortles. At www I am tired of having sex with ugly people and I'd like to have sex with hotpeople.com. Don't bother, hot matches. Oh hi Mark. <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome your next contestant for Naboo's Got Talent, your favorite amphibious leader, Boss Nass, and his impressions of American
1: Presidents. (laughs) (laughs) Alright,
0: let's hear it from the judges. That was unbelievable. I was horrified, mystified, aroused. Fun
1: fact, Chewbacca's pretty much nude. Anybody ever notice that? He's just got a bandolier and a bowcaster, and other than that, he's nude. But as you began to speak,
0: in what only can be described as the most eloquent thing... Under all that fur, there's definitely a wiener in there.
2: Mesa be thinking...
0: Next to the stage, we have Emperor Palpatine and his lightning fingers. Good. Feel the notes flow through
1: here. All right, that was one hell of a story there, Chris. Who's up next to tell scary campfire stories? Who, who's got a who's got a fun story for us? This is the story of the monster at the car wash on 18th Street. It was a cold and starry night. But not like so cold you need a parka, but like a long shirt and a light jacket maybe. And anyway, anyway, I went to the car wash on 18th Street. I heard some noises and I was too scared to enter. The next night, it was another cold and starry night. This time you did need a
2: parka. And I went in the car wash. And the monster there, it spun everywhere. And was all over (laughs) I got done. My car was impossibly clean.
1: I think I shit my
2: pants. I think I shit in his pants. Bullshit.
1: Shut up. That's not even scary. Next. All right. Uh, This is called the legend of Old Spoonhands. Old Spoonhands was a retired Navy officer and and became a fisherman. He lost his hands to a a great white whale. That's Moby, the musician. No, it's Moby Dick. You're a dick. Keep telling the story. Anyway, the doctors in, in the town in Alaska where he lived, they weren't very good. They didn't have prosthetic hands to give him, so they just replaced him with spoons. Why didn't they use forks? Because they were spoons. Kyle. Jesus, Kyle, Jeez, ruining Kyle. every fucking fuck. story. you Kyle. Christ, right, guys? Kid. Anyway, after that, his wife left him. He lost his job at the fishery, and he was so unhappy with life, and he was so angry with everyone that he went a little bit crazy, and, and they, uh, they say that the next fishing vessel that went out onto the water, he... He ate it. it. Kyle. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. No, he appeared on the deck of the ship and he killed the entire crew with only his spoon hands. Oh my god. My Are god. they dishwasher safe? No. Kyle. So anyway, they say if you're ever Nantucket bound and you uh if you if you ever go on any of the fishing ves- vessels out of Nantucket on a foggy night, if you look real closely, you can still see old spoon hands and he might just spoon your testicles clean off. Oh my you, god. You can get a tetanus shot. All right, who's next? Now I'm going to tell you a story. About a man, with a hook for a face. <laughs> he was a normal man, lives an everyday life like you and me. Woke up in the morning, ate breakfast, put his pants on one arm at a time, then he went to work. One day at work, he got into a horrible accident, and he broke both of his legs. thats I know you thought that's how he was going to get the hook for a face, it wasn't, but it, it's an important part of the story. This story is fraught with tragedy. This is a tale of woe. I already had a humpback. And anyway, three years after that accident, he was on a fishing trip. He got hooked in the face, that's still not how he got the hook. It was pretty bad, though. I'll tried to kiss me. Christ alive. Kyle. Kyle. But anyway, there's a
0: legend about this
1: man. He has a hook for a face. And how he got that hook was he got to a fight for the pirate. And the pirate hooked him in the face. But instead of, like, hooking him like you would think, he took his hook off his hand and super glued it to the front of his face. That's bullshit. And that's not, that's not where the bad part comes in. One day, he took off running. Hooked on a clothesline, ripped his face right off this poor guy. He's not scary. He doesn't harm people. It's just a really sad story.
0: That was, that was actually really sad. Kids, does anybody have any tissues? I need a shower. All right. This is a story called.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, next, I'm next. lactose intolerant. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I think we need to hear from Counselor Band Aids. Call him that because he'll just rip you right off. He'll just rip the Band-Aid right off. Go ahead, Counselor Band-Aids. Alright, alright. What right right. story are you gonna tell, Counselor Band-Aids? I'm gonna tell the story
2: about the time I was trapped in an invisible cage. Okay. One night, I woke up in a cold sweat, and I couldn't move. Turn the heat off. Afraid that okay. I was trapped in an invisible cage again. But once I realized it was just my sleep paralysis acting up again, I went to the fridge for a glass of cold, warm milk.
1: Ew. Then,
2: had previously been warmed, and then had been colded again. Why? (laughs) It's good for your hair (laughs) follicles. That's
1: that's gross. So anyway,
2: I grabbed my glass of milk, and I heard a rattling sound behind me. And I was afraid that I was an in invisible cage again. Then the invisible cage started talking about how there was a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. Oh my God! There was a ghost of an invisible, alive Nicholas Cage behind me. Oh, no, God! He wouldn't stop following me.
1: I'd rather stop stop! And he's
2: even here to this day.
1: I'd rather it be the devil.
2: He's come for your souls no. and oh, Cheeto
1: snacks. We can have those. I'm alert. Yes, I'm Nicolas Cage. I'm here to finish the job. <laughs> Prepare your butthole. I think she's, she's here. She's here. She's here. She's here.
0: <laughs> thanks for listening. As if you had a choice. The government controls your actions.
1: Weird Cassette Radio is brought to you by a bunch of dum-dums who love you very much. Special thanks to friends and family who help keep this funk train a rolling. Visit our online headquarters at weirdcassetteradio.com. Feel free to send thoughts, questions, comments, grievances, government conspiracies, banana bread recipes, and new ways to hold chopsticks to weirdcassetteradio@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to connect with us on social media.
0: Tune in next time as we bring you truth, clarity, and extraterrestrial goat milk.